Hey guys, this is just going to be a short episode tonight of Captured Chapter 9. It's called A Visitor from the Not-Too-Distant Past. So we're going to just do this a quick, down-and-dirty live reading. No ads, just for you. Next week I'll be back with a uh, full-blown episode. So here we go, Chapter 9, A Visitor from the Not-Too-Distant Past. Undeterred by his hostile and up to that point, only visitor, Raoul pressed on with weekly Bible studies. The following week, two other visitors came. The same two came the next and brought a friend. Within two months, he'd gained momentum, averaging five people per meeting. However, it was rare that he'd have repeat attendees, and he hadn't been successful in leading anyone to Christ. Still, Raoul was pleased to welcome any and all who came. To his shock, his former supervisor, CS1 Top, showed up to one of the sessions. At first, Raoul wondered why Top would want to attend one of his Bible studies after the way the man had treated him. Then Raoul noticed Top's countenance had changed. And there was something else. CS1 Top was no longer a CS1. The insignia on the collar of his coveralls was missing a rank. Top had been demoted. What happened? Raoul wondered. Each session concluded with a call for salvation, an invitation to meet Jesus. Thus far, no one had responded, but today someone did. Top. Raoul led him in a sinner's prayer. Subsequently, a teary-eyed Top apologized to Raoul for the way he had treated him back in the galley in front of the other attendees. Raoul was floored and had trouble concealing it. Hey man, it's okay. It's all forgiven, Raoul said. At that, Top broke into open weeping. How could you forgive me? After all I did, Top asked. Jesus forgave me for everything I did, Raoul replied. How could I not forgive too? Todd, excuse me, this is what happens during a live reading. Top stood agape, then embraced Raoul for more than a minute as he wept. The other attendees looked on in awe, unknowingly witnessing true repentance leading to salvation. Afterwards, Top stayed and talked to Raoul for more than an hour, addressing the elephant in the room. What had led to his demotion? Someone filed a grievance against me for racial discrimination, Top said. Raoul nodded empathetically, but wasn't surprised. It was only a matter of time. Then right after, a female sailor filed a sexual harassment charge. I went to captain's mass and was found guilty on both counts. Raoul winced. Top went on to explain that he was forced to forfeit half a month's pay for two months, along with the reduction in rank. Furthermore, he'd spent 45 days on restriction, meaning he was confined to the ship and only permitted to work, eat, sleep, and muster several times a day with other restricted sailors. But the worst part wasn't the punishment, 
Top said, his voice shaky. That whole time on restriction, know how many visitors I got? None. My phone calls home went unanswered. And when my time was up, I came home to an empty house. My wife had left and took the kids. I couldn't find them anywhere, so I filed missing persons reports. It didn't take long to find out she had gone back home to Mississippi. Moved our kids into her mother's house while she moved in with her old high school boyfriend. None of our bills had been paid and she'd maxed out all the credit cards. Dang, Raul said slowly. Top sighed, then continued. I was about to do something real stupid. Until tonight. Raul was stricken. Well, hey, uh... I mean, uh... He struggled for words. It's all good, Top interrupted. I ain't gonna do nothing. Deep down, I knew the truth all along. I grew up in the Bible Belt, went to church all my life until I joined the Navy. Problem wasn't just her. It was me. It is me. I've been a jerk to her and everyone else for years, and I feel terrible about it. Hey, that's good, man. Uh, I, I call that a miracle. Top smiled. I go on leave tomorrow. Transfer leave. I'm out of here. I had orders to the Norfolk base galley. I was going to be in charge, probably make chief. But I got busted down. They switched my orders to the base gym. I'll probably be passing out basketballs for the next three years. Ain't no way I'm making chief now. Anyway, I probably won't see you unless you come by the gym. But when we see each other again, I hope to have a good report for you. They shook hands. I believe that, Raoul said. The following week, another person surprised Raoul at his Bible study. Roxy. She'd asked Matt whether he minded if she attended Raoul's study instead of his. Matt was more than fine with it, especially since he'd noted the growing fondness between her and Raoul. Raoul experienced mounting success, both in terms of the number of people being converted to Christ and of gospel seeds being planted in the hearts of the attendants. Despite the obvious results, Raoul maintained genuine humility, claiming... He didn't know whether he was effective. He only knew that he wanted to do the will of God. And he believed with all his heart that he was. Still, Raoul never forgot the vision of Evangelist Hector. He needed to keep a low pro. His newly gained reputation as a bold witness for Christ, or Bible-thumping ex-gangster, depending on who you asked, preceded him. There was no way his old gang brothers would find him living on a Navy ship across the country. Even so, Raoul steered clear of social media. He never posed for pictures with anyone and asked that Bible study attendees stay off their phones unless they were using a Bible application. Hopefully it was working. But with no news from Pacoima as to whether his family was safe, all he could do was pray. Well, that's it for tonight. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll be back next week. Would you do me a favor and just 
drop me a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. I'd really, really appreciate it. So until then, God bless Sola Dea Gloria.